Here is the closing Schwab market update as of 4.15 p.m. Eastern Time, 15 minutes after market close for Tuesday, July 19th. U.S. equities rallied in today's session, with the bulls showing their strength and their ability to sustain the gains after failing to do so yesterday. Investors remain on edge, however, as persistent inflation has caused global central banks to move towards tighter monetary policies, sparking concerns of a possible recession. Earnings season continued to ramp up as Dow member IBM beat on both the top and bottom line, but foreign exchange effects and soft revenue in its software caused its stock to fall. Fellow Dow component Johnson & Johnson also beat estimates, but a downward adjustment to its guidance pressured its shares, while Lockheed Martin eked out of a gain despite posting earnings that were incomparable to estimates due to issues with contract timing. The economic calendar reaffirmed recent softening in the housing market as housing starts unexpectedly fell, extending a recent decline, while building permits also dipped, but less than expected. Treasuries were lower as yields moved higher and the yield curve remained inverted. The U.S. dollar fell, continuing to come back off 20-year highs, crude oil was higher, and gold was little changed. Europe saw broad gains as investors anticipate the European Central Bank to hike rates this week for the first time in 11 years, and Asia finished mostly lower, with Japan the outlier in the green. The Dow Jones Industrial Average jumped 754 points, or 2.4%, to 31,827. The S&P 500 Index increased 106 points, or 2.8%, to 3,937. And the Nasdaq Composite advanced 353 points, or 3.1%, to 11,713. In moderate volume, 4 billion shares of NYSE-listed stocks were traded and 5.1 billion shares changed hands on the Nasdaq. WTI crude oil rose $1.32 to $100.74 per barrel. Elsewhere, the gold spot price nudged 30 cents lower to $1,709.70 per ounce and the dollar index lost 0.6% to 106.70. In equity news on Tuesday, Dow member International Business Machines Corporation, ticker symbol IBM, reported second quarter earnings per share of $2.31, above the $2.26 fact-set estimate, as revenues rose 9.3% year-over-year to $15.5 billion, topping the street's forecast of $15.1 billion. The company's software revenue, the largest of its four key segments, rose year-over-year but was below expectations. IBM's chief financial officer, James Cavanaugh, said, quote, We are a faster-growing, focused, disciplined company with sound business fundamentals. Our reoccurring revenue stream and solid cash generation position us well to continue to invest in research and development, acquire new companies, and strengthen our talent pool in every part of the business while also returning value to shareholders through our dividend, end quote. The company warned of a potential 6% foreign exchange hit due to a strong dollar, which was previously forecasted as a 3-4% hit. Shares fell. Dow member Johnson & Johnson, ticker symbol JNJ, reported second quarter earnings per share of $2.59, above the forecasted $2.54, as revenues rose 3% year-over-year to $24 billion, just north of the street's forecast of $23.8 billion. Johnson & Johnson saw adjusted operational sales growth of 8.1%, which includes rises in each of its key segments of consumer health, pharmaceuticals, and medical devices. 
Chief Executive Officer Joaquin Duado said, quote, Our solid second quarter results across Johnson & Johnson reflect the strength and resilience of our company's market leadership in the midst of macroeconomic challenges, end quote. Johnson & Johnson lowered its full-year earnings per share guidance due to foreign exchange effects. Shares were lower. Lockheed Martin Corporation, ticker symbol LMT, reported second quarter earnings per share of $6.32. However, it was unclear if it was comparable to the $1.88 fact set estimate due to the inclusion of non-operational charges. Revenues fell 9.3% year-over-year to $15.5 billion, south of the fact set estimate of $16 billion. Additionally, Chief Executive Officer James Takelet said, quote, Lockheed Martin continued to deliver strong and consistent cash generation, returning over $1 billion in cash to shareholders in the second quarter through our industry-leading dividend and our ongoing share repurchase program, end quote. He also noted revenue was affected by supply chain impacts and the timing of customer contract negotiations, but cost management initiatives resulted in margin expansion. The aerospace and defense company provided an update on its F-35 contract with the U.S. government, where it noted that company costs began to exceed the contract value and available funding in the second quarter. As a result, Lockheed Martin was unable to recognize about $325 million of sales and operating profit as well as invoicing and receiving cash of roughly $465 million for costs incurred. The company said it expects to recover the unrecognized sales and resume invoicing costs once the contract is finalized, which it expects in the third quarter. Shares were slightly higher. The second quarter earnings season continues to heat up, and the markets are paying close attention to the health of profit margins and economic activity as the Fed gets aggressive with its monetary policy tightening amid a backdrop of signs of slowing economic growth. Schwab's chief investment strategist Lizanne Saunders discusses the economy in her latest article titled What's Going On with Jobs, how the June jobs report was cheered by economic bulls given its strength in level terms, but rates of change among leading indicators don't favor a soft landing outcome for the economy. You can follow Lizanne on Twitter at Lizanne Saunders. Read all our market commentary on our Insights and Education page, and you can follow us on Twitter at Schwab Research. In economic news on Tuesday, housing starts for June fell 2% month-over-month to an annual pace of 1,559,000 units, below the Bloomberg consensus estimate of a rise to 1,580,000 unit pace, and compared to May's upwardly revised pace of 1,591,000 units. Building permits, one of the leading indicators tracked by the conference board as it is a gauge of future construction, dropped by 0.6% month-over-month to an annual rate of 1,685,000, north of expectations calling for 1,650,000 units, and compared to the unrevised 1,695,000 unit pace in May. Schwab's Lizanne Saunders discusses the housing market in her article titled, Can't Find My Way Home?, how a spike in price and interest rates has dealt a significant blow to housing affordability, elevating the potential for the housing market's weakness to dampen economic growth. Treasuries were lower, and the inversion of the two-year and ten-year notes remains intact, with the markets grappling with an aggressive Fed to fight high inflation and what the ultimate impact will be on the economy. Schwab's chief fixed-income strategist Kathy Jones discusses this in her latest article titled, Fed Rate Hikes, why are bond yields falling? 
noting that the Federal Reserve's pledge to curb inflation appears to have resonated with the market. She adds that if the central bank raises rates as much as recent projections indicate, the risk of recession rises. Kathy concludes that consequently, bond yields have been pulling back from recent highs and the yield curve has flattened. You can follow Kathy on Twitter at Kathy Jones. The yields on the two-year and 10-year Treasury notes rose at six basis points to 3.22% and 3.02% respectively, while the 30-year bond rate gained four basis points to 3.18%. Tomorrow's economic calendar will again focus on housing, beginning with the MBA Mortgage Applications Index for the week ended July 15, followed by the June existing home sales report forecasted to show a 0.9% month-over-month decline to an annual rate of 5.36 million units. In international news on Tuesday, European equities finished with widespread gains in a relatively muted session to extend the past two sessions' gains. Markets keenly waited on the monetary policy decision from the European Central Bank where it's expected to raise rates for the first time in 11 years, as well as the policy meeting from the Bank of Japan. Globally tighter monetary policy conditions come as a result of persistent inflation pressures, which have also caused some worries of a global recession. The economic calendar showed that UK jobless claims further decreased in June, and Switzerland's exports rose in June while its imports dipped. Final reads on the Eurozone's CPI reaffirmed an 8.6% year-over-year and a 0.8% month-over-month rise. Both the euro and British pound were solidly higher versus the US dollar, and bond yields in the UK and across Europe declined. Inflation has been the main driver of tighter monetary policies, and Schwab's chief global investment strategist, Jeffrey Kleintop, CFA, offers his latest article titled, Shortages Have Led to Gluts, noting how inventory gluts have been bad news for the stocks of companies experiencing them, but could also be indicating an inflation peak, which tends to be an ingredient for market bottoms. You can follow Jeff on Twitter, at Jeffrey Kleintop. The UK FTSE 100 index and Switzerland's Swiss market index were up 1%, France's CAC 40 index was 1.7% higher, Germany's DAX index jumped 2.7%, Italy's FTSE MIB index gained 2.5%, and Spain's IBEX 35 index rose 2%. Stocks in Asia were mostly lower following yesterday's rise as markets remained wary in a week full of earnings and data. Asian markets paid attention to Australia's central bank meeting minutes, which suggested further rate increases will be needed to reel in inflation. Investors are looking forward to Thursday's monetary policy decisions from the Bank of Japan and the European Central Bank, the former of which is expected to keep rates steady, while the latter is expected to increase rates. Market sentiment continues to be hampered down by concerns of a possible recession as a result of tighter monetary policies globally, as well as rising COVID cases that have caused further shutdowns in China. The economic calendar in the region was light, but saw Hong Kong's unemployment rate decrease more than expected. Amid the backdrop of lockdowns in China and the ensuing slowdown in economic growth, Schwab's Jeffrey Kleintop discusses in his article, titled Recession in China, how China's economy and consumer market has likely slipped into a recession, at least by China's standards. Jeff takes a look at the short-term and long-term impacts of any extended disruption of the lockdowns on consumer spending and business output. Japan's Nikkei 225 index rose 0.7% in a return to action following Monday's holiday, with the yen rising versus the U.S. dollar.
China's Shanghai Composite Index was nearly flat. The Hong Kong Hang Seng Index fell 0.9%. South Korea's Kospi Index decreased 0.2%. Australia's S&P ASX 200 Index was down 0.6%, while India's S&P BSE Sensex 30 Index moved 0.5% to the upside. Economic reports out of the UK will dominate tomorrow's international economic calendar, including Consumer Price Index, Producer Price Index, the Retail Price Index, and Mortgage Data, while Germany will also release the Producer Price Index. That concludes the closing Schwab market update as of 4.15pm Eastern Time, 15 minutes after market close for Tuesday, July 19th.